Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Raycon. Go to buyraycon.com inside to get an amazing Black Friday deal. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Inside Gaming for Wednesday. It's hump day, I have to do this now. It's happening. It's happening, Woo! yay. Pokemon Sword and Shield have only been out for a few days, but we've already got some spicy sales numbers to dig into. Oh boy, did fans boycott the game? Was Dexit actually a real thing? All good questions, Autumn, all valid questions. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of controversy building up to their release, but did all the internet commotion hit Game Freak in the wallet? Well, we've got some early numbers for Japan, and while they seem good at first, they're not quite as impressive as they first appear. And they uh, surely appear impressive at first. It's going for there. <laughs> Was that a dick joke? The series is still selling great and setting records on the Switch, but there's a but there. We'll get to that in a second, though. Cool. I love butts. <laughs> first up, the numbers. Pokemon Sword and Shield have sold more than 1.36 million retail copies during its first three days in Japan. Yeah, it's the best opening for any Switch game in Japan, just edging out Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which sold 1.23 million copies in the same time period. I love edging. Brian loves edging. You heard it here first. This is all great news, right, Brian? Yeah, Pokemon is still got it. Happy days are here again. We can all be celebratory and in a good mood. Nobody cared about the national decks at all. Just kidding. Actually, oh. pump the brakes on that because the sales are actually down significantly from the last mainline Pokemon games. That last mainline Pokemon game is Sun and Moon. That sold more than 1.9 million copies during the same time period in Japan. Yeah, so if we do some basic math comparing Sword and Shield to Sun and Moon sales, that's a drop of more than 28%. I just did all that math in my head right there. Wow, that's really cool. I dropped out of CUNY College. I can't do math. I had to literally go to a website called Percent Change <laughs> to calculate that. And when you compare that to Pokemon X and Y, the drop is even steeper. X and Y sold more than 2 million units during the same time period. It's not just Japan, though. If we look at the UK, sales are down there, too. Yeah, what's that looking like, Brian? So over there, Pokemon Sword debuted at number one on the sales charts, followed by Shield at number three, and Sword was the biggest exclusive game of the year in the UK so far. So again, seemingly good news, but when you compare it to Sun and Moon, the sales are a lot lower there too. Confirmed, swords are cooler than shields. Brian, I just want to point out that you are coming in very crystal clear. We have that sweet ethernet dongle going on, and actually it's making me sad. I kind of wish I'm you were cutting it pretend out. to out. Oh, it feels oh, like home. It's true. Somebody leaves us a comment that's like, hey, you've got uh, exactly 83 days before you all <laughs> die in a catastrophic lithium explosion. Not me, I'll be fine. When the laptop dies, does Brian die? Anyways, gamesindustry.biz said that compared to Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield's debut sales are 39% lower in the UK. Ooh, uh, although they noted that Sun and Moon's figure includes two extra days of sales, but that's still a pretty big drop. They didn't give exactly sales numbers like in Japan, but that percentage drop definitely speaks for itself. Taken together, the sales stats in both of those countries seem to indicate that Sword and Shield have definitely gotten off to a slower start than previous Pokemon games. But there are a couple of caveats here that we should mention. First, neither of those sales figures include digital sales, and those have definitely been on the rise for Nintendo. So if you added in digital sales, that would most certainly make the Sword and Shield numbers higher, but they'd also make the Sun and Moon numbers higher too, because people were buying digitally back then too. Way back in the day. Three years Way ago. Way back in 2016. Hardly remember. <laughs> Did they have running water? I don't, okay? I'm like on one today, I don't know. <laughs> Although it could be argued that the digital sales have increased in the last three years. Sadly, we don't have those numbers yet. Another caveat, Brian, is the, is there one floating around? Ooh, caveat, you pronounce it all fancy. Like. <laughs> I know, <What>? yeah. <laughs> Wait, how do you pronounce it? Caveat. caveat. Oh, God. Anyway, another caveat, there are more 3DSs out there when Pokemon Sun and Moon released three years ago compared to the number of Switches out today. So if you look at the end of 2015, Nintendo had sold more than 52 million 
3DSs. And then Pokemon Sun and Moon would release the next year in 2016. So there were at least 52 million 3DSs, most certainly a few million more. As for the Switch, the latest numbers we have indicate that Nintendo has sold more than 41.6 million consoles. It's safe to say that there are at least 10 million fewer Switches in the hands of gamers compared to 3DSs back in 2016 when Sun and Moon released. Yeah, but even if you add in digital purchases, Sword and Shield sales are probably still down from their earlier counterparts. We're going to get into why this drop happened, but before we do, if you like to drop the bass, uh, we have a great way for you to do that with Raycon earbuds. Did you like that segue? <laughs> was that all you? That was all me. I thought that was a Brian. Bang. All feral. That was, a that was feral. an all feral joint. Roll the tape. Today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily is sponsored by Raycon, these sweet little discreet headphones. Um, so Raycon is an awesome company founded by Ray J. He was sick of premium audio being so expensive, so he and a bunch of other audio designers and music industry folks developed Raycon's line of awesome wireless headphones and earbuds. So that's pretty cool, designed by people who know what they're doing for sure. With Raycon earbuds, you don't have any dangling stems or any wires to get in your way. It's true wireless audio with seamless Bluetooth pairing. So I'll just open this up. You have this little guy, open it up. You got your little headphones right there. They look very nice, very sleek and stylish. Just put it in your ear. I like stuff like this because it's very private. Like, you know, if you want to be taking a phone call or whatever, but you don't want to be making a big stink about it, you can just pop it in your ear, no one's the wiser. It also has a cool sizing chart, which I like because I have very small ears and sometimes the earbud little like squishy things don't fit my ear and they really hurt. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, Raycon earbuds sound just as good as other premium audio brands, but they start at about half the price, which is awesome if you're on a budget. So click the link in the description below to get access to Raycon's Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. I can't even tell you how good the deals will be. You'll just need to check them out on the site for yourself. And we all love a good Black Friday deal. I know I certainly do, especially when it doesn't involve me having to stand in line for four hours. Go to buyraycon.com inside to get an amazing Black Friday deal on Raycons. Raycon, Thank you very much for sponsoring today's episode of Inside Gaming Daily, and thank you guys for supporting our sponsors. Classic Auto. Oh, oh, you are such a huge fan of Ray J's she products. She loves Ray J. your wife and child in Las Vegas. <laughs> Stranded with no way to get home. Okay, so let's get into why that significant sales drop happened. Yeah, well, like we said, it's no secret that Sword and Shield have been controversial. Some fans were upset that for the first time, not all Pokemon were included in the new game. Some enterprising hackers are even using special tools to import all the missing old Pokemon into Sword and Shield. And you give a man a fish. I don't know. <laughs> and you were criticizing me? None of these jokes are working at all. It's because it rained in LA. Everyone's That's all true, everyone's all weird and mercury. Like three accidents on the way to work, and I live 10 minutes away. But there are other controversies surrounding this game too, right, Brian? Yeah, it had to do with whether these are actually new character models or they're just upscaled versions from the 3DS games a few years back. You might remember people were comparing wireframes, and they're all looking kind of different, and they had quoted Game Freak employees saying, no, these are going to be all new models built from the ground up, and that seemed kind of iffy. So all of this led to calls for fans to boycott the game. It even had a snappy new nickname, Dexit. I love names things after really horrible political stuff that's going on too. <laughs> of course, it got review bombed to all heck on sites like Metacritic. Speaking of Metacritic, if we go check out review scores, we find that Sword and Shield were the lowest rated Pokemon game in several years. Yeah, which doesn't mean a lot. I mean, it's still got an 82, so that's a pretty high rating, I'd that's say. Me. But it did make it the lowest rated mainline game since Black and White 2 back in 2012. As for Sun and Moon, they released at a very good time for the franchise. They were riding the wave of popularity from the Pokemon Go mobile game that it had released in the summer of 
of 2016, and that got everyone playing Pokemon again, and it most certainly helped bump sales of Sun and Moon when that released later that year. One week of like complete peace in the world. That's wild. Yeah. People were like driving across the city at like breakneck speeds to try to catch <laughs> yeah. things out the window. Awesome. World peace and car accidents. It was a beautiful time. Still though, X and Y sold more than both Sun and Moon and Sword and Shield, and it came out long before Pokemon Go. Mm, sales are down, but does that mean that the new Pokemon games will bomb? No, and uh, it's Pokemon and they'll still be fine. Come on, it's, it's Pokemon. <laughs> we'll all be dead before this franchise gets in any choppy waters. But if we're judging by these numbers, it looks like it wasn't quite the best seller that previous games in the series were, right, Brian? Yeah, I mean, it could be a sign that the series might be showing a little bit of age. Maybe people are just getting tired of the Pokemon mechanic. It really hasn't changed that much over the years. And it could also be a sign that maybe those threats to boycott Sword and Shield weren't just internet hot air. That is incredibly surprising to me. It's almost always just hot air. We should take all of our energy that we're expending being worried about the state of the United Kingdom collapsing after mm -hmm. a full exit from the European Union right. and just move it to Pokemon. Yeah, absolutely. We can be the change we want to see in the decks. Mm -hmm. We have so much anxiety about real world things that we are projecting it all onto video games and yeah. I'm here for it. But yeah, I mean, the Pokemon franchise has been around for what, 20 years? And in that time, gameplay, I feel hasn't really changed all that much. It's pretty much been the same thing over and over. Like they tried to do a little deviation with Let's Go, but I know people complained about that being too childish and it was kind of boring. So I can get people just kind of getting bored of it. I played this newest Pokemon for about four hours and I was kind of like, yeah, I know what this is. You can't even rub Eevee on the chain. I know, what the? Dude, that's the best part of the newest games. I can pet my Pokemon. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, there have been other like long-running franchises, but I, a lot of them, you know, switch things up. I mean, mm -hmm. Zelda over the years has definitely iterated on the formula. Final Fantasy definitely has. Dragon Quest, not so much. They stick to the script. I, I'm trying Hero? to think of what else. Mario's still a platformer, but it's still different levels. Yeah, for sure. All those game franchises have like wiggle room to change a little bit, whereas Pokemon it's kind of always been the same thing. So it's understandable, but you know, maybe enough fans really were mad at the game for it to actually affect things. Internet outrage is real. Oh my God, ignore it at your own peril. Nah, yeah, we won't know until we get all the sales numbers, but Japan is a huge market for Pokemon, so their sales numbers are significant. And if they're down this much, well, it's kind of a troubling sign for the franchise. Yeah, either way, these numbers have to be disappointing for Nintendo. Pokemon Sword and Shield were hyped as the first mainline games to be on a home console. Fans took that to mean supposedly better graphics and an all around more robust game. Yeah, but so far that hasn't translated into more sales. And another funny thing to note about Sword and Shield is that if you own a Roku, notice that it's been malfunctioning, you are not alone. Yeah, Roku admitted that the game has been making Roku devices that are on the same network crash and get stuck in a boot loop. <laughs> in a boot loop? Yeah, they told CNET we are aware of an issue when using Nintendo Switch and the latest Pokemon game impacting a limited number of Roku devices. We are rolling out a software update to resolve it. No, oh, not my Roku. Until uh... then, they suggest that people keep their Switches on airplane mode. That happened to a friend of mine's Roku. He said it got stuck on that boot loop. Continuously was like turning on and off. That's really annoying. I think so, yeah. He couldn't watch The Mandalorian because of it. Oh, it no. There's also reports that it might cause data loss on your Switch's micro SD card, and some Japanese players are reporting that it causes a mysterious orange screen. Cool, <laughs> I guess. Spooky. Oh, awesome. It's, it's past Halloween time. I can't make those jokes anymore. If they're already rolling out Christmas stuff, you can still make a Halloween joke. Is that true? I don't know. I'm just oh. making it up. All right, well, I trusted you, and you've let me down. So, yeah, it's been a rough start for Sword and Shield. Maybe not Google Stadia rough. Maybe not Anthem rough. Maybe not Fallout 76 rough. Good Ooh. God, what is going on lately? But, you know, still a little bumpy. Hey, you can just line them up and shoot them down. Just, what's just like, pull! <laughs> I have terrible hand-eye coordination, so...
I have trash in my pocket. It's called Pokemon Sword and Shield. 